all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. All right. What's up, everybody? This is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. Mm-hmm. Matt is out. She's out there in the Bay, as a lot of us saw, mm-hmm. NBC Sports. You know, shout out to Nat doing her thing out there. We got the lovely Karima filling in again today. Thank you for hey. joining. Thanks um, for- wish it was on better circumstances. But Same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Warriors follow up a win streak of the, that they had with now a losing streak. Three straight. Okay. Yeah. Losses, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, just frustrating, frustrating loss. Um, I think frustrating stretch of games. They started the season pretty strong, though. There were some signs early that there, you know, that there were some things that they had to work on, but they were still putting together the wins despite having those flaws in the team. Um, and now they're playing a little bit better competition. Cleveland's good. Timberwolves are good. Denver's good. Um, and you know, now they aren't winning some of those games, right? It's hard to beat good teams when you can't hit shots. Yeah. (laughs) As we've seen, um, what was your assessment of, you know, the last two games, because we were reviewing both the Cavs and the Timberwolves game. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought, okay, the Cavs games, I was just ready to just throw that out. Kind of like, all right, stuff happened. Clay just had his worst game ever. Like, things to clean up. Sure, sure. And then that whole Draymond getting ejected, because I thought that was crucial, because mm-hmm. we clearly were on a run, ready to, you know, we were getting back into the groove. I, I think we might have been down one, or we could have been up one. But just that whole sequence right there just kind of shifted everything. And then we just no one was helping out Stefan. It was literally just Stephen Curry out there making shots, trying to, trying to just do what he could to keep us in the game. And so I was like, all right, I'm willing to just kind of wipe my hands with the Cavs game. I was upset about it, but I was like, all right, all right, <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. regroup, be back tonight and, you know, kind of like get the stench off of us. And then that didn't happen. It just then, seemed worse. Yeah. Second, I mean, the the Warriors over the years have had the mantra of, you know, third quarter, like third quarter Warriors. Yep. This season, it's second quarter Warriors and the opposite <laughs> of what it's been in the past where they just get absolutely destroyed in second quarters against good teams. Um, I'm not really sure why. Well, I am kind of sure why, but I was going to say, I I think (laughs) we're narrowing it down of the why Mm -hmm. because we're seeing the why and we can't unsee it at this time. Right. No one can hit a shot. Nobody. And they're getting good looks. That's It's, It's one thing if you struggle to create good looks. Now, the lineups where it's Steph and Clay out there with Dre, Wiggs and Loon. Sometimes they struggle to get good looks because mm-hmm. guys just completely sag off of Dre and Loon, and it takes some, you know, miracle working from Steph in particular to get around all these screens and create something out of nothing. 
because guys aren't, you know, guys aren't guarding two or three of the players that are on the court with them. Throughout the course of the game, though, when they mix and match some more lineups, they're getting, they're generating decent yep. shots, right? Dario had a, a, a bunch of open ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay had some good ones. Wiggins has had, you know, guys don't really guard Wiggins that close on the three point line. So his shots are, there's always a shot available to him. Always. He can get to the rim whenever he wants. He just chooses not to. So the shots are there. You know, obviously, uh, Gobert is just, you know, hard to score on in yeah. the paint. But other than that, they had they had a good amount of decent looks and they decided as a team before the game that they were going to shoot <laughs> under 40 percent from the field. <laughs> I, I I can't even explain it. it. It was just like, what is happening? We managed to be down only three at halftime. So I figured, OK, we found some stuff because we did see clay with the second unit a bit and i thought mm-hmm. okay this is working we've got dario out there as well that that should generate some good offense happening and i will give it up to dario because he did he did play pretty well like he kept a lot of stuff alive yeah he can get you know demolished at times but for the most part i i thought he really had a good game and mm-hmm. and kept things alive. He was really working hard on the boards. Did did we like out rebound um the Wolves? We did. It's, so it's, it's like listen, and, for us to be as tiny because everybody's going to be harping on that, but really it comes down to we are not hitting shots. It's like something is going through the locker room where nobody can hit anything if their name isn't Stefan, if their name's not Pods, if their name's not TJD. Because right. and a little bit of Kaminga, you know, mixed in. <laughs> so I don't I don't get it. It's it's crazy. And it is something that I want to keep, you know, hammering home. Like people keep bringing up the lack of size, the lack mm-hmm. of this, the lack of that. And um, that's really not the issue. Right. I think the main issues is and I said this on, on Twitter yesterday, the starters haven't consistently come out with the right energy. I think they did today. This is just a very good team that they were playing against. Um, The lineup combinations have handicaps built in, whether it's some type of defensive um, liability or some type of defensive hole that you're consistently putting out there against certain teams or offensive. Um, And and we'll get into that, what I think they should be doing there. And guys just aren't hitting shots. The shot makers that are supposed to be hitting shots aren't making them. Like that's, that's, This game was a perfect example of that. This is this is a jump shooting team. They're not a team that has an Anthony Edwards in a car. Anthony Towns consistently attacking the rim. Rudy Gobert can just you can just lob it up to him and he can lay it in there. Even though he's a little soft, he can he's still seven foot plus and he can easily just dunk. Right. This is not that type of team. This team is built to shoot jumpers and then generate easy layups. Mm-hmm. with the gravity of Steph and Clay and all of their ball movement and stuff like that, back cuts. They don't have guys that's going to straight line drive to the rim and get a layup other than Steph. Right. <laughs> so if they aren't going to hit jumpers, they will struggle to score. If they aren't going to hit jumpers and if they aren't going to force a ton of turnovers to get easy layups in transition, right? they're going to struggle to score. And against the very best teams in the league, you can't expect them to just completely just turn the ball over a thousand times and gift you easy, easy baskets like that. Um right. 
the Timberwolves scored 20 points off of 14 Warriors turnovers, and the Warriors scored 15 points off of the uh, Timberwolves. Or maybe maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, I don't know how I the NBA does. Had scored, I thought we had scored more off yeah. their turnovers than vice versa. Right, um, you're right. So the Warriors got 20 points off of the turnovers, and the Timberwolves got 15. So they beat them on the turnovers. They won, they, they won the free throw game. They won the rebound game, right? <laughs> it literally comes down to, are you going to make your jump shots or not? They didn't. So they they, there you go. They did not. And then it's just, we're constantly playing this catch up, catch up, catch up. And then now everyone's tired. Now, when it comes mm-hmm. down to that fourth quarter where, all right, we've got this open look. Now we're short on shots. We can't do anything, you, you know, and, go yeah. ahead. And and not only are they short on shots, they're literally short out there because Steve is just completely committed to playing Steph and Clay and, and CP3 together in these high leverage moments against these huge teams. And it just doesn't make a ton of sense. They can't defend. So you can't string together multiple stops in a row. And then on the offensive end, Clay's not hitting his shots. CP3 is not even shooting. Not even shooting, but <laughs> doing all of this moving around and everything. But yeah, dude. Just probing, 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 not shooting the ball. Yeah. Um, and then they're playing them usually with two guys who are non-spacers or non-scores. So yeah. it's literally just Steph out there creating shots for himself and hitting them. And Clay being able to get the looks, but not being able to make them. Right. So it's a it's a deadly combination. They need to lean into their athletes. And it's funny because wasn't Steve just on someone's article talking about how JK and Wiggins and, and Gary they, are so important to their team. Yes, and they need they them to the do the, they're yep. the athletes. Use the athletes, brother. Well, make- <laughs> Andrew is in there. Andrew is in there. Can't can't really talk about that, um, or can't really not mention that. Right. Continues to struggle. Only six points on seven shot attempts. Like we said earlier, the attempts are there for him to take. He's his confidence is completely shot, and there's nothing else to say about that other than play better. Yeah, I I mean, I want to give to about you know twenty games. I'm I'm teetering just based on what I've been seeing and how uh, just how much that's hurting the starters. Mm-hmm. It's just, we can't have both of them not producing. Granted, Clay has been producing earlier this season. He was. Yes, he's not, you know, doing 27 points a game or whatever, but he was still being very specific and intentional in the shots that he was going to take. So that was good, but it's just like, if he's going to have an, an off night, Andrew then needs to step up. It can't be both of them because right. now all of the attention is going to Stefan for him to try to make just everything. And that mm-hmm. takes a lot out of him again, down the stretch. Yeah. He's coming up short on certain things, but then now he's just going, he's just yep. going and still coming up, making shots 
but nobody else is coming along for the ride. Like mm -hmm. nobody else is trying to be like, let me get in here. Let me try to help here. It's just ugh, nothing going on. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping ahead. I don't know if we switch it up now. Next game, do we see Kaminga starting? in place of Wiggins, just for a different look. He did close. He was in the closing lineups tonight. And I thought that was a, a good switch. And mm -hmm. CP3 was not in there. Like, get get him out. Right. And they Andrew, finally figured it out. Andrew was, though. Andrew was. Andrew it was. was. Like their new, it was like their new death lineup. It was, you know, right. Steph, Clay, Dre, Wiggs, and JK, which is ultimately, I think, their highest ceiling lineup. That should be their go-to lineup against you know, the best teams, but it requires Clay and Wiggins to be the best versions of themselves. Well, it requires all of them to be the best version of themselves. Yes. But the people who have been farthest away from that at this point have been Clay and Wiggins and they need to get back there. And I think they got really close at the end too. They did. They did. They, did. they got really close before it, before it, the yeah. Anthony Edwards just put them to bed for good. Yeah. Um, before the, the young guys almost made it a game again, but um, just missed shots. I think Steph, Steph had a layup. I want to say yeah. Steph had a three or a layup. Clay had a little mid range in the baseline, and yep. then it was just like Clay miss, Clay miss, Clay miss game. <laughs> right. So, and I've been, to, I mean, I'm the biggest Clay supporter out there, right? But yeah. no, we have. We be he he has to be better, and I and I really thought that this would be a bounce back game for him for sure. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, and we thought it was going to be. He hit that three early on. It was like, yeah. okay, he's look good early, heat up, mm -hmm. and then just fizzled out. Literally, just fizzled all the way out. And how do we explain that? How? I mean, they are they were on a back to back, so I'll okay. give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm there but this yeah. is where steve has to say moses moody you're playing more than 13 minutes you know what i mean moses was a minus 10 in his 13 minutes but i think that's more him being a victim of lineups yes yes because he played better than being a minus 13 right <laughs> like he was yeah. he was in there yeah so this is what I think they should do as far as the lineups going forward. Um, I mean, the starting lineup, I think they can flirt with taking Looney out, if anybody. Okay. I mean. Well, listen, I, I'm I'm not even objecting to that because we saw in the closing lineup, there was no Looney. Right. Yeah. So Andrew's still starting we get a little mix. Looney, you come off the bench. Let's see what's happening. Because quiet as, that, as it's kept, Looney hasn't been looned right. up. He hasn't. He's been kind of struggling. And I am I think maybe that trip when he was, you know, him and Clay took to promote the Anta sneakers and all that, maybe that cut into his his normal workout that he would do over the summer because he has not come in as sharp as mm -hmm. we are accustomed to seeing Looney be. So for sure, for sure. And um, the thing about Looney, like I said, I would, I would think about bringing him <laughs> off the bench, but it's hard to get him in the flow of the game when he's coming off the bench because he essentially is only playable next to Steph. 
right? Even though Curry's been trying to play him next to Chris Paul, which doesn't yeah. make any sense to me at all. But um, yeah, I think the starters for now, they just gotta play better. Like it's it, it's hard for me to yeah. say insert this guy into the starting lineup over this guy because then it just throws the whole pattern off, and then right, it you gotta mix and match and stuff like that. That'll just be it might be a, a weird fit, but and, it, and then those guys that are coming in for them just don't replace what the guys are supposed to bring, right? Right. Yeah. So it's like Moody, like or Kaminga, in for Wiggins. They do a lot of the similar things, but Wiggins is a slightly different player, and they need that best version of Wiggins to be to for that starting line to be good. Not necessarily another player coming in that's different. If that makes sense. Yeah. But, I hear you on that one. But I think Kerr is kind of sabotaging that second unit a little bit because he's 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 running a he's running a ton of pick and roll with uh, with CP3 and Dario, right? Which helps Dario, right? Only Dario, Dario. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's the thing. It it only helps Dario. Dario has been pretty consistent in his role off the bench of being able to provide scoring, yes. spacing, and stuff like that, which is fine. But when you got Kaminga and Gary in the corners just watching that doesn't that negates both of their value right and it doesn't help moody at all either because moody's just getting face guarded the whole time because he's the only other spacer on the court exactly that's how he ends up minus 10 in his minutes one for six because he can't get any open shots um so i think they need to switch that up a little bit i've said on the timeline play trace with that lineup play dario with steph well you did see that in this game, Dario mm-hmm. was in there with Stefan. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we did see how you were mentioning that second unit because Moody ended up switching. He was with the starters. Yeah, they've been doing that a lot too. Yeah, so playing Moody. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking something. I think they're trying to work some things out, doing a little switch up somewhere in there. So mm-hmm you know, kind of like incremental changes. I think they're testing things out to see how they work. But again, mm-hmm. yeah, too much of the CP3 Dario mix when all these other guys, you know, because early on we saw they were really, our second unit was like doing the thing. And now it's kind of. It's uh, tapering off. Because, yeah. I mean, and the main thing with that second unit early in the season was that they were forcing a ton of turnovers. Yep. And they, their defense was doing it, right? They were just so – they had so much energy. They were forcing a lot of turnovers, getting blocks, running the transition, and scoring that way. Yeah. In the half court, they, they're starting to struggle a little bit because they're being miscast in their roles. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to stick with that same lineup, CB3, Moody, Gary, Kaminga, Dario, then you need to switch Kaminga and Dario their roles. Let Dario be the spacer. Let Kaminga be the screen yeah. and roll guy. Yeah. That way you have more, you know, juice going towards the basket to create a shot for somebody else. But I think overall it would make much more sense mm-hmm. to start playing Clay and Moody together. So you have two spacers, mm-hmm. two wings, rather than just one guy that the defense has to worry about. Now you have two uh, shooters that the defense has to worry about. And it'll just create better looks for both of those two guys. Yeah, I like that. I'm envisioning it, Justin. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Maybe we see that this next game because listen we know what they're going to do mm-hmm. so 
hey, we, we can go in there throwing something else in there. And hopefully people are making their shots. Right. Like, I mean, it it kind of starts and ends with that, right? Just be able, being able to knock down open, high-quality looks that are generated. And half of this stuff isn't as much of an issue if that's the case. Yeah. Now, overall, this team is built with, like, the starters being good in mind, right? The team is built with Andrew Wiggins being a consistent at least 15 points a game guy. We'll take 10. <laughs> at this point, we'll take 10. Because <laughs> six it's points. Getting bad. It's getting bad. Usually you can find somewhere on the court where you can consistently make an impact offensively, and he hasn't found he hasn't found it. He goes to the rack. He doesn't he doesn't easily get stripped or turn it over. Yeah. Can't hit his threes, can't hit his free throws. So it's like, where do you find the value from? Yeah. I mean, doing the back cuts and things like that, like he, that he, he's been doing well that we're like, okay, all right. Okay. He's moving into the right spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Each time I'm just, I'm just hoping I'm like, okay, this is going to be the night for Wiggins. This is going to be the night for Wiggins. But I will say at least I see a lot better output from him on the defensive end. So that definitely has improved since game mm-hmm. one yeah his so, energy his energy's been there on the other things right he's crashing mm, yep um i think his attentiveness could get better still always always right but his <laughs> his energy has kind of been there um after the first few games of the season he's been consistently trying at least it's just a matter of brother we need you on offense like we need you on offense it, it's you gotta be able to score. Right. If it isn't one of those back cuts, then we've got nothing. Nothing. Like literally nothing. Is it's negative at this point. Clay, I think Clay, I think his um process today was okay until the end. He started chucking a little bit at the end. Yeah. That he was feeling the energy and he thought the energy was gonna carry that ball into the basket and it just Yeah, didn't. on that on that shot that he took, that that long, long three out of nowhere, like play, mm-hmm. no, this wasn't the time. Yeah. Because we we started to have that momentum because he had just hit a three. So we're just like, listen, mm-hmm. we don't need a heat check at this point. Right. We just need good shot. We need to maximize every possession. Exactly. And then the bad pass. And then yeah. it was just like, sheesh. It's, so, <laughs> it's like, giveth, taketh away. Just right. so quickly. So quickly. So quickly. But, yeah, the young guys came in and that they showed point. they showed something. Yeah. So just- from that. Okay, well, from that showing, do we think next game Kerr, you know, puts them in earlier? Just kind of like mixes them in here and there. Maybe when that second unit starts to get a little shaky, kind of just like, you know what, you guys get in there. Because I like what I saw at the end of this game. I mean, he might have to. Well, yeah, the way we look in... Paz came in, scored eight points in one minute. (laughs) One minute. If he can show that he can consistently (laughs) add value on the on the offensive end, then he's he definitely should play. But he's going out there and he's playing with high energy and he's scrapping on defense, and that's 
what sparked that that run. Trace is just an athlete that knows how to play. That's a yeah. great combination. Like when you're athletic and you know where to be, you know how to catch those little things like that. He might not have talent that jumps off the page, being able to handle the ball and shoot and do all this other stuff, but he does all the little things extremely well because he has a high IQ right. and he has the frame and the athleticism to make a difference out there. So it's really super confusing why he just is out of the rotation when we're watching this team struggle to guard the rim. Right. Or, or just, they're just struggling and it's kind of like, Hey, let's breathe some life into this really quick. But you know what? I think they probably will get more, uh, run next game because you saw how the bench, the starters were up for them. Mm So I think there might be some talking to be like, listen, we're going to have to have these dudes up in here because how we just got beat down tonight with the obvious ones that are struggling, we just need it. We just need it. And hopefully that kind of like pumps up those that are struggling and kind of gets them, you know, their juices back flowing. Cause this it's, it's really uncharacteristic. I think for, two of them to be struggling at the same time. Yeah. As bad as they're doing too. Yeah. It's like, sheesh, this is, this is tough. It's crazy. I mean, if they make it through this stretch and and kind of get back, win, win. we got to, you know, we still got to stay positive. We'd be like, all right. We above 500 for now. Above above 500. 500. It's getting tougher. And, and this playing, you know, whatever, um, in in season tournament game is coming up on Tuesday, so we gonna need it. <laughs> Definitely gonna need it. Uh, it's crazy because like last year they were like amazing at home and they had amazing. the best starting lineup in a in a questionable bench, and it's like completely flipped this year where we're great in the road, yeah. great okay. bench, no <laughs> terrible starters. Why did that go through my head? tonight that I was like, <laughs> let, let's not have this happen to where we're booty at home. And then on the road, we're just like killing folks. Like that's crazy. We, that would be- we gotta find that balance. Like we gotta get this back. Like, mm-hmm. but it still feels like we are playing on the road, even when we're at home with the kind of calls that we just don't get. It, it's true. just, it's so amazing to me because now it's just like, everything's a road game. Just everything is. <laughs> yep. It's, I mean, like, and you would think we would get used to it at this point, considering like, it's always been like this for oh. the Warriors. Steph just like, does not get the benefit of the doubt with the reps. Guys get, fingernail calls on the other team consistently Steph is getting thrown around the whole time yeah no calls he's having to scream at the top of his lungs to even get attention they still don't call it yeah it's, it's insane uh Draymond gets his shoulder like used as a trampoline by another player and still gets a foul called on him just doesn't make any sense and it's always the same culprits like who was it Mark it was Mark Davis yep today Mark yeah Davis. Ben Taylor yesterday, ben like Taylor, that, Mark Hogan, like these these are the same refs yeah. that always kind of do this to the Warriors, but it's it's unfortunate. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we can just make a general 
assessment that like just make shots. <laughs> okay, right. Just make shots. Well, at this point, we we have to make shots because we're not going to get any calls. So we can't we can't have both happening to us. You know, mm-hmm. we can't have us not making shots on top of the fact is we're not going to get calls. And then our free throws, people are still struggling. But I will get Kaminga, nice job. Yeah. Steph, nice job. Yeah, he missed that one. And I was just like, what is happening? But again, you know, but still, Andrew. <laughs> it was it was one of those, he got fouled. And I'm like, yeah, good play, Andrew, but make your free throws. Before he even got to the line, I'm like, make your free throws. But you know what? Even as he walked to the line, he already looked like, I'm not going to make these. Yep. It's like you you just got to get in there to be like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to mm-hmm. make it. You know, psych yourself up. Somebody get, somebody got to get in his head. Because he just walked there already looking defeated. And I was yep. like, come on, Andrew. Like, that was a good play. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we all wish. Please. I hope you get an and one because at least we get two points. Like, we definitely have two points. <laughs> but, you know, we can't we can't trust him at the line. But he still needs to be doing that because you have to get comfortable at the free throw line at some point. Like, you can't yeah. run from it. We're going to need it. You're right. You're right. I mean, at this point, he's at, I believe, 11 points per game, 41% from the field, 17% from three, and 53% from the free throw line. Rough. I need, I'm going to need at least 75. Like, come on. Like, like we need to, I mean, for his, <laughs> for his Warriors career up to this point, um, free throws aside, he's been consistently at, let's say from 2021 to, to last year, he's been at about 47 from the field, 39 from three. Now, the free throws have kind of always been a thing that he hasn't been strong at, 67 from the free throw. But that 47 and that 39, about 17 points per game, that is – that is, if that's on this team, if we've had this so far this season. We might I mean, be. Okay. Are we, are we, we close to, Okay. I was like, are we close to undefeated? That, I mean, there's it's so many like, things you can point to. There's so many things you can point to and say if this just changes to what to what's normally expected, not even like anything out of the realm of possibility. Right. If Andrew's just his normal self from the last just, three years. Just be normal. Just be normal. They're probably 10 and one. I mean, if Clay just your normal self, right? And maybe this is the new normal for Clay. Who knows? We'll see. Oof. That would be that would be that would be pretty tough. Yeah. Um I don't think so. I think it's. I don't think so either. But yeah. I don't. But again, I don't, I don't think he's falling off a cliff. Like this would be falling off a cliff. Like I said, he averaged twenty-two last season, very efficient. Um, this would be falling off a cliff, and I don't yeah. think he's quite there yet. But if these two dudes even are halfway closer to what they usually are, yeah, half of these losses wouldn't be there. Right. And and we're not fighting for our lives mm-hmm. at the end of every one of these games. 
Yeah, so, even some of the wins, they, they I mean, they, they took two right? game winners. Like, with, imagine if they didn't okay. hit those game winners, they, that could have been nasty. Right. So again, I'm, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Clay. Actually, I really don't. I, I don't because you're still you're in the starting lineup. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the contract thing is getting to him. Well, you know, I forgot about that. But yeah. I was, but listen, it, if that's getting to you, your play right now is not getting you a good contract. So okay. let's kind of flip the script and let's get back to business. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, so we can all be saying, hello, Clay Thompson. Okay? Right. So, we can't wait to say that again. So I, I am just hoping for a much better Clay next game. Yeah.